Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today we have Kim Rollins, the Executive Director of the Lakes Area United Way, and Aaron Wilmot, who is the Executive Director of The Shop, as our guests today. And ladies, first of all, welcome to Community Focus. Thank you. So glad to be here. Yes, thank you. Yeah, on this uh, actually very nice winter day. Uh, Kim, we'll start with you because uh, Tess and I were just talking this morning about filling out our paperwork because uh, Hubbard Radio, of course, is once again participating as a business in trying to get everybody to sign up for the United Way. And it's your campaign that's on right now, right? You betcha. Um, we That's so interesting you bring that up. And I'm so glad you guys are filling out your pledge forms. Yay! <laughs> Uh, oh, it looks so great. Thank you. <laughs> We're holding it up here in the studio. Yeah, just so everybody can know we are on. We can actually see Ken and Tess today, so this is fantastic. And thank you for showing that. We are still doing our campaign. Um, in the past, we've done it mostly in the fall. But, you know, due to the wonderful COVID and the way our world is, we have extended and we can start new campaigns whenever we would like. So if you're a business that you're still wondering, what is this all about? You know, why why should we partake in the United Way annual giving campaign? Um, give me a phone call because we would love to talk about the benefits of, of giving to your community and how United Way makes a difference in our community. Um, Ken and Tess, thank you so much for participating. It's very easy. It's uh, you can we have an online version. We have um, paper forms for you know the the standard pledge forms that people are very used to. But we have transitioned this year to do a lot more digital friendly um, materials this year to make it easier for everyone. Um, but you know, I'd like Erin to probably talk a little about why she thinks United Way <laughs> makes a difference in our community because they are actually a partner program. Um, so I'll let her talk a little bit more on the benefits of United Way in our community and how we truly do make a difference. Um, a couple of things that I would like to point out, though, before we roll into all about Erin and the shop. Um, we are currently uh, have an open grant process right now. So if there's any nonprofits listening out there, please, please, please take heed. If you go to unitedwaynow.org, our first banner ad will show you that we have our United Way community grant process open. Um, if you go on that, um, grants opened on December 18th, you know, right before the holidays. So I have not seen one come in yet, which I figured that much. <laughs> uh, but they are open through February 19th at noon. Okay. So grants are open right now, and we focus in the areas of health, education, and financial stability. If you'd like to learn a little bit more on that, a lot of that information is on our website, but we also did a wonderful grant informational video this year where a lot of our nonprofit partners and actually new um, nonprofits came and were on the Zoom video, and we have a recording of that online. And again, that's at unitedwaynow.org. And that informational video just outlines some subtle changes that we had this year in our grant process um, and just a little bit more information about what is what is required to be in a United Way partner. And um, we are also then in regards to the granting process, we are now 
now looking for Vision Council members. So if you would like to help decide where the money goes in our community, you, and I'm talking to you community members, we need you. <laughs> we need community members to step up again. And we are continuing on the same uh, format as last year, which is a digital format. Uh, we will be um, traveling virtually to each of these locations to learn more about um, these partner agencies and the programs that they submit. So Erin is actually uh, with the shop and they were lucky and a, a, an awesome partner of ours for this giving um, cycle. So we transitioned this last year to a one-year giving cycle. So everyone is used to the last few years, it's been a two-year giving cycle. Well, we flipped it and we are now doing a one-year giving cycle. So it's that time again. We need volunteers. We need community members to help out. And we also need those nonprofits to submit their, their program um, grant applications. Kim, is so there a certain number of people that you're looking for? Is there... Uh, you know, the more the merrier. Okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> uh, we would love it. You know, last year we had about 35. Oh, wow. I would love to get 45, 50. I'd like more. Um, we are going to do the same format as last year where um, each day will it's a it's a long day, but if you could give a, a day of your um, time, you would be interviewing anywhere from, I think it was four to six agencies in that day. Mm -hmm. So um, it's a it's a a little bit of a grueling process, <laughs> but it's well worth it because you are helping make the make the change and the difference in our community and allocating those dollars out. So if you're a giver and even if you're not a giver, if you'd like to participate and really, you know, understand how United Way does make a difference in our community, we have that available. And so you can go find that right now on Get Connected. It's our um, volunteer platform, and we have that available. You can sign up. And closer, once we um, find out how many programs we have submitted, um, we will allocate you out into those into those groupings. But um, you can sign up right now, or you can email me uh, anytime. It's kim at unitedwaynow.org. And I understand this is quite the eye-opening process for those who do participate in the council. Yes, it is. You are... You take on the accountability and responsibility of really analyzing each of these partner programs and making the decision of how much money those organizations receive in a year. And I'll let Aaron talk about, you know, the impact and what it does for our community. But it is it is such a blessing. And we love how this is set up to incorporate the community members because it's the community's money. It's not myself. It's not the board. It's, it's all of your money that is pooling together and making a collective impact. And so that's why we need community investment to come and help us allocate the dollars out. Yeah. And uh, as we started talking about giving, uh, we uh, here at Hubbard, uh, it's because of the change of the year, our uh, payroll folks say right at the beginning of the year is when you sign up for these type of things. I'm sure there's other businesses like that as well. So if you didn't get the opportunity to sign up for United Way, please ask, uh, you know, send the email, go onto the website, unitedwaynow.org, contact Kim, and she'll be happy to, A, give a presentation, or B, send over the uh, information that you need. You betcha. All right. Well, let's talk with Aaron Wilmot, who is uh, the executive director at The Shop, one of the uh, programs funded in part by the United Way. And Aaron, uh, thanks for joining us today. 
Yeah, thank you for having me. I was happy when Kim reached out and asked me to be a part of this with her. I was happy to do so because not only does uh, the United Way help the shop, you know, and we're a youth serving organization, but Kim and the other uh, staff at the United Way have been a huge help to me in my newness in this executive director <laughs> role as well and learning what that looks like here in this community because this was definitely a new adventure for me. And so they've been amazingly supportive and helpful this whole time that I've been working with them. And I'm super grateful for that. So not only are they doing good in the community, they're also doing very well professionally because <laughs> I'm a gal who needs a hand or two every now and again. <laughs> hey, Erin, for folks who are not familiar with the shop, you did mention it's a youth-based organization, but tell everybody about the shop before we get into some of the help that you have received from the United Way. Yeah, so the shop is a youth drop-in center here in Brainerd. We're on the corner of Washington Street and South 8th Street, right across the way from Little Caesars and the well, the co-op where it is right now. Uh, and we, pre-COVID, in a more typical time frame, uh, youth are allowed to just come in and hang out. And we've got, you know, places for them to charge their phone, different games. We do uh, different educational programs, one of which is funded by the United Way. So we'll talk about that in a little bit here, too. Um, but it's just a safe space for youth 14 to 22 to be able to come in uh, and have some positive relationships and experiences, as well as the mentorship that they receive from staff and volunteers here as well. So we like to be a very, uh, we like to amplify the youth voice in our community because they're what's coming up next. They're our future and we really value their thoughts and ideas and what they have to say. And not to mention that they're typically a hoot and a half. I so bet. I have a really good time. <laughs> I would imagine. Um, so do you, uh, what kind of services do you offer there at the shop for these young people? Yeah, normally, again, and I'll cover kind of both pre-COVID and during COVID. So pre-COVID, uh, we did a whole array of different things. So not only do we, are we open, uh, we were open Wednesday through Saturday from 3 to 8. So that after school evening time, we served uh, an after school snack and evening meal each day we were open. Uh, and we were typically serving between 20 to 40 youth each day that we were open um, before COVID. We also offered programs like Girls Who Code. Rainbow Road. Uh, we did sex talks, life talks. We have a PCs for People program here that provides computers and laptops to low-income individuals and families in the community, as well as our uh, bicycle recycle program that takes in bike donations. We refurbish those a little bit and then sell them to anybody in the community for a really affordable price. So lots of ways for the youth not only to be able to have somewhere to come and spend their time, that's supervised and where they can have some of those needs met, but also somewhere where they can develop some workplace hands-on skills. So whether that's in the computer or bike repair and whether they, you know, take that out into the workforce or in their job, or if they just are a little bit more knowledgeable about how to take care of their own devices and bikes and all of that is a great thing for them as well. Uh, since COVID, we've kind of adjusted, as has everyone, um, and the adaptations have not stopped, and we just keep <laughs> adjusting as needed. So in March, in the spring, we started with um, a food distribution program where the youth could come to the shop here at the building and come to our little drive through window, as we called it, to pick up um, hot meals ready, packed up to go, and they could pick up as many as they needed to. So if they were picking up for a couple of friends or even a few extra family members, we just wanted to make sure that everybody got fed and they could pick up hygiene supplies if they needed those as well uh, and just kind of doing whatever it was that we could you know while also still uh, practicing and following those safety guidelines that we were all you know following along with 
and that we were able to open again for a little while, um, starting in June with limitations. And so then we were kind of back to business as usual with having youth in the building, which was fantastic. We got, um, we were generously donated a electric piano and I was treated to very many piano solos (laughs) from a particular youth who started coming in during the summer. And yeah, I got to definitely live my like working in a fancy piano lounge dream (laughs) there. (laughs) Nothing makes a game of Uno more fulfilling than an excellent piano solo in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it was good to have people and, you know, voices back in the building again. Uh, We did have to close in November during, you know, the four-week kind of cool down, which got extended to hopefully next week we'll be able to open again with those limitations in place and have youth back in the building. You know, I'm keeping my ear out for what that's going to look like for sure. But since then, uh, we've continued to do food distribution. And we've actually adjusted that now to where we have a texting line that the youth can get a hold of us and just text us and let us know how many meals they need, if they need hygiene supplies. You know, like I last week when I was doing the delivery, I brought out winter supplies. So hats, gloves, scarves. Uh, a couple of coats. And so as youth needed that, they were able to ask for that as well. So we were just getting all of that out there for them. So it's definitely been an adjustment this entire time. And, you know, we've just continued to roll with what we can to do the most that we can for the youth in our community while also maintaining that safety. So are you taking donations then of those kind of things of winter items for the youth? Yeah, absolutely. We are taking, we're accepting donation of um, bikes, clothing, uh, obviously financial donations, food donations, any of that can certainly be brought to the shop uh, between three and 6.30, Wednesday through Saturday. Uh, or if people, you know, have some needs and maybe aren't able to make it during that time, they can certainly email me and I'm Erin, uh, E-R-I-N, at theshopbrainerd.org. And they, I'm happy to chat with anybody about any items that they might have or want to donate for that as well. Erin, you said earlier that uh, you have volunteers, and uh, once you get back to normal, will you need some more volunteers to help you out at the shop? We are always happy to have volunteers at the shop. So, yeah, it's we've got some great adult volunteers who will come in and help out with whatever projects need to be done. Um, I've got some kind of chats underway for some maybe hair cutting clinics and all of that stuff coming up here as well that I'm super excited about. Uh, So yeah, if anybody with volunteering, especially people who enjoy spending time with youth, um, my favorite joke is that they simultaneously age me and keep me young. So I'll basically be immortal as long as I'm here. Uh, So anyone who wants to share in that can certainly just get a hold of me and we can find something to do because yeah, I love it. And we love having people here getting to know what it is that we do and seeing what we do up close. Cool. Very cool. Well, it sounds like a wonderful program. And thanks for all your hard work. And thanks for lifting up these young people. Oh, thank you. We're happy to do it. They bring us a lot of joy. And I'm looking forward to seeing how they impact our community as they grow up and get older. I'm very proud of them. Glad to be supported by the United Way. Yeah. Absolutely glad to be supported by the United Way. (laughs) And just one of how many programs that are currently supported, Kim? We have 24 programs that have been helped this last year with $110,000 going straight back into the community. Love it. And and what I love is we were just talking about the youth you serve, but you serve all age groups in so many different ways and wonderful programs here in the Lakes area. Yes, we do. We have so many. And, you know, just a reminder, we we, um, help those in the areas of health, 
education, and financial stability. Those are our three pillars, and that's where we focus, and I think we do the best work in those areas. Excellent. All right. Uh, If folks would like to find out more again about donating to the United Way, we encourage you to go to unitedwaynow.org. Kim's contact information is there, and you could uh, ask her to come by to your business and ask about how the whole team at work can make those payroll deductions and give. And I love that because, uh, I mean, just do the math. If you give uh, six bucks a month, you're giving, what, about $300 a year. Maybe you couldn't write a check for 300 bucks, but six bucks a month, yeah, you don't even miss it. Comes right out of your check, never even knew it was there. Poof. Exactly. And you've helped people. <laughs> yeah. Very oh. easy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Ladies, uh, thank you so much for being with us today. Erin, we love hearing about the shop. Come back and see us again sometime, okay? Absolutely. Thank you so much. No, like physically come in and see it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> when this is over, when this is I, over I, hope, physically. I hope that's yeah. the case. And likewise, Kim, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, guys. Thanks, ladies. All right. Our guests today, Kim Rollins, Executive Director of the Lakes Area United Way, and Erin Wilmot, who is the Executive Director of the shop. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs are available on our website anytime. Go to 1067wjjy.com. And you can always listen, to through our free downloadable app powered by the Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.